to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss our latest insights into productivity and all those different shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Yasin. I'm Elias, and let's dive right into this week's episode, which is gonna be about... We don't know again. We're waste men. <laughs> as if we planned everything out. No, so... We'll see where, where stuff flows. I guess the title will already give you an intuition later. And on that on that note, man, how's how's life? <laughs> how's life? Life's pretty good, I would say. I just have a shit ton to do. Um a little bit overwhelmed right now. Well I've just how can you say life's good then? Like well, because I I, I like that. No, no, no I, I like that <laughs> stuff. I like when it's like full and I, I have a lot to do. But at the same time, it's obviously a bit tiring sometimes and a bit hard to find the balance. Um, but yeah, the, the last few days have been quite a lot of admin stuff for the startup and onboarding and all of that. And just spent the last hour or so again doing some admin stuff and kind of organizing all the different like email channels and software channels and whatever they use mm -hmm. and trying to like get an overview and understand how <laughs> everything fits together and works yeah and tomorrow i'm gonna leave for the off-site meeting um and i'm gonna meet the team which is quite quite exciting you're gonna see what what happens if they like me <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and good old Italy. Yeah. Hey, on that note, actually a question, man. About sure. a year ago, you set yourself a goal. Even if I set many good. goals. What yes. I refer yes. to. <laughs> Learning Italian, my man, and visiting Ooh, that friend that's of true. yours in Italy. <laughs> How's that going? That's true. <laughs> Not that I want well, to embarrass you if there's no progress or anything. No, oh, I'm, there's I'm amazing wondering. progress. I'm I'm amazing at pretending to know Italian. I'm very good at that. But <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think I can like take Romanian words and just make them sound more like Italian. And I'm and perfect at pretending. Because they are similar. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Um, other than that, yeah, I haven't really kept up the Italian learning streak, uh, which I hope to be restarting soon. But right now, my priorities are just man. in different areas of my life. Man, sure. man, get out of this podcast. That's unexcusable. Like, literally, <laughs> I think people have unsubscribed just because you are not um, keeping your word here right now. Like, Yeah, I think so, too. I'm uh, sorry, guys. You're ruining everything. If I disappointed you. <laughs> no, man. Nice. But, but, but you're, very you're still going on. And that's like uh, from time to time, I mean. To Italian. It's still one of your goals, learning Italian. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I really don't think it's it's going to be that hard or it isn't that hard. Because again, it's the same grammar and very similar words. And Famous last It's word. just... <laughs> yeah, I think haha. No, but I think it's, it's really quite easy. The most efficient way would be to just move to Italy for three months and yeah. just learn by living there, and then I'm, I'm gonna be fine. But actually, we're gonna see about that. Like if you're like freelancing or anything like that, then yeah, fucking go for cool. it. Very <laughs> <laughs> cool. But you've been very yeah. But you've been very consistent. To, I have to. I have to make. The last joke before we switch over to sure. me, man. <laughs> you can't continue like that. I think I have to send you sleep with the fishes. 
<laughs> or, or you work, woke, wake up with a, a um, cut out of a, of a horse head in your bed soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are high quality references. Yeah. If people don't know that, then just watch The Godfather and leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> take the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> cannoli. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. That just, that just sprung up in my head randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man. I, you've been very consistent with langu- consistent. language learning. You finished yes. finished the Duolingo Spanish course and now you're on finished, to Japanese. Uh, I mean, it, de- it depends on what you consider as, as Finnish. I just walked through every level, but I did not complete it on... You know, there's like you have to con- complete one level several times, like to max it out. I did mm, not do that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I just went through the whole course. Yeah. And I feel like I forgot most about Spanish again. I can understand <laughs> it now, actually, uh, rather well if people are talking slowly, but speaking myself, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. How's Japanese going? Yeah, um, I mean, over over the semester holidays, I started to learn my first uh, pieces of grammar, which is kind of fucking me up a bit because it's <laughs> lots of special cases and especially difficult if the language is like not familiar with, with the rules to the grammar you usually are used to, like in Roman languages. But uh, on that note, I think I should make more progress on the grammar, but uh, word learning and stuff is actually going uh quite fine i think because i'm doing that more or less consistently only had one or two weeks of not doing that during exam phase um wait let me pull up the stats man (laughs) (laughs) uh progress here dashboard yeah um i actually should know 400 characters and 1000 words with them so (laughs) <laughs> obviously it's always a bit less because you forget stuff and sure but, but still that's that's pretty good yeah. i mean it's definitely not easy so it's yeah. quite impressive only gotta learn uh so it's still five times as much and then <laughs> i'm settled for daily conversations <laughs> oh, if i know the grammar <laughs> oh, only two thousand characters man it's all that it takes <laughs> you're still planning on doing a semester in japan yes uh, i think so i'm just wondering whether it will work out uh, next summer semester already like in a year but now or whether i have to plan in more time to organize all of that stuff but we'll sure. see. I, I i'm planning on it I, I think it's really valuable just like the the thing you just mentioned about uh, italy like staying there three months it's i think it's valuable to just go to somewhere else and <laughs> explore yeah, for sure. even, even yeah also if the culture is different and you know have to, have to see have to see how stuff's going and actually i think that will be pretty difficult to organize because you yeah i don't know you kind of have to plan for setting up your life for half a year in another country <laughs> that's difficult that's true but I guess there, there's a lot of help from like university, right? I'm sure that. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll have to see. Uh, there are, I guess, 
uh, seminars on that or something soon. So we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, looking forward, though. <laughs> Sounds great. But at the same time, at the same time, like just imagining it being there or possibly being there in the future is like so weird. Like, what would they even do there? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a bit intimidating, you know? Like Yeah, for sure. Okay, other country. I mean, I could com continue like I do here, like hustle and just stay in the house. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or huh. I'm not sure whether I, I'd be the that outgoing person that goes to a bar or something to meet new people. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think... I mean, how how do you approach that kind of getting to know people stuff in Germany? <laughs> I don't approach that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oof. I thought you. I thought you'd say that you're very open. Then I would have just said, "Well, just be open in Japan. It's gonna be fine." <laughs> I don't approach that issue. No, um, I don't know. Like people keep uh, kind of how do you say in, in English, like you know, appearing and coming closer in the personal friend group of things and. From the friends you have, you get to know new people, and some of them also become friends or uh, acquaintances. <laughs> it's not like I actively try to uh, find new friends or stuff, because I think I have, at the moment, I think I have enough friends, <laughs> and any more uh, could be really hard to manage, like at least on a, a uh, reasonable connection kind of way thing. Yeah, for sure. Or you see each other more than uh, once every year or so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, that, I think it's pretty good. But I think if you go to Japan, you still have to kind of put the effort into find a yeah, kind of I think I need to. There. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, the whole experience <laughs> would be kind of gonna be kind of wasted sad, yeah. if i don't uh interact with the culture you know <laughs> um, just in there studying on that note man because we're talking about social stuff and, and friends and blah blah <laughs> man i had a philosophy seminar uh, on friday and saturday uh was about leadership and blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> basically debunking all of uh the random models that people live by philosophically. <laughs> um, okay. Part of it was also like the model of the course, I think was okay. In order to, to, to lead other people, you first of all need to get a hold of your own life and your priorities and values and, and shit before, <laughs> before you start out with any shitty, uh, I don't know, voodoo, um coaching guru advice on how to handle <laughs> and interact with people and yeah. like in this conversation do that and that so that uh, you preserve your blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> your your power over that person and abuse that and that scheme to make that employee more productive yeah that's what it not was what it was not about <laughs> yeah it was right more on, on getting a hold of yourself and one of the things we did was um yeah kind of it's kind of a stoic exercise actually like taking the perspective of you when you are 
85, 90 or 95 years old. Um, fir first uh, thing there was to kind of imagine, imagine you like there in, I don't know, 60 years or so, reflecting about your past life and what you've been doing and what's been cool, maybe what's not been cool and stuff. And the first task there was to imagine where are you there in like 60 years? What what would be the the place you'd be most comfortable with for uh, to, to reflect about back about your life and stuff? Mm. And <laughs> to get to the point now, um, <laughs> that place actually was a place where I was actually rather lonely, like for myself alone, you know. Uh, meaning that. <laughs> I don't like people. <laughs> 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 to interpret it that way. Yeah. All right. No. Um, yeah, but the location was like... Was like... Oh, okay. Okay, I guess I can start by describing the location. Ah, very sure. romantic and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, actually, I was very much reminded of uh, the place I grew up uh, at, or near that. Um, like mixing it up with some personal images and stuff, because uh, that's it. Felt like a very comfortable place, like uh, nature, mountains, a lake. I imagine myself lying in a hammock next to the lake, um, maybe like a little wooden hut or so nearby. Where, I, where I've been living for the past 30 years or so. Um, but I was in that hammock, like, yeah, all alone and washing over the sea and reflecting, or like the the lake and reflecting about life. <laughs> right. Nature. nature. Yeah, this was quite fun. But, yeah, what I wanted to get at, uh, I think... <laughs> to be happy I don't need that many people <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, relatable relatable to be honest yeah um, yeah I, I think mean, it's, it's a difficult question but where would you spend the rest of your life <laughs> or where would you reflect back on the, at the evening of your life hmm so, like an you don't ideal need to version. It. I mean, you can think about it. <laughs> I can think about it. It was it. nice to think about it. Actually. I'm gonna think about it. That's an interesting exercise for sure. Yeah, yeah and then uh, it was like second task: um, use your intuition and fantasy, like um, to look back on your life. Like, what what did you? pour your motivation in what did you pour your love in what how, how did you how did you use your skills how how did you live your life you reflect about all that and what was what is really cool about the exercise then was the last step to after you fought or after you put yourself in that position of you in 60 years to to actually Imagine that person there in 60 years striking up a conversation with the you of the present. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
not even not even in a way of uh, consulting the younger you okay you need to do this and this and that better you are shitty and, and stuff <laughs> no not like that like more like a i don't know like imagine it like meeting a wise old person or something <laughs> right I mean, you probably had inter interactions like with with older people like that as well, as well already. Like just some cool old chilled person. That's what I imagined myself to be. <laughs> Humble, right? And and kind of emitting that wise aura of ah, I've lived a I've, I've lived a long life. I've seen it all. <laughs> you little youngster. You'll have a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. in the next few decades and years. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite wholesome. That's what I want to say. <laughs> I, th I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds quite interesting to do that, to try that exercise. Maybe even turn it into like a journaling prompt. You know, yeah, when you definitely. just if you want, I can, the beach. I, can, I can send you the, the template thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Be very cool. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, seminar, um, did some meditation again. Actually lost uh, the meditation habit along the way during <laughs> the stress of the thing, uh, of yeah, life and stuff. Because I started with that last semester and lost it again. So it was quite cool to do that there again. And every time I do it, it's really beneficial for me. And I don't know why I don't keep continuing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we talked about meditation. It's probably quite a bit on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's probably but like doing sports or going for a run. It's hard to start, <laughs> exactly. But after yeah. you've done it, man, you feel awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same thing. And after that, you ask yourself, "Well, why don't I just do it regularly if I feel mm. so good after that?" But yeah, the hardest part is to start. I mean, especially if you something was. Something like sports or going to the gym and stuff, which usually includes, you know, commuting and changing into gym clothes and whatever. And it takes a lot of time and blah, blah, blah. Then it's, there's a lot of friction there that you need to overcome in order to do the thing. Mm -hmm. So that's quite difficult. I think with meditation, it may be a little easier because you can basically just sit down almost anywhere just yep. do it <laughs> depends on the person though like if you're that really not very calm um jumping around like a hyperactive uh, <laughs> uh weasel person then <laughs> weasel person <laughs> yeah then then it might be hard to just sit down and try to focus on something <laughs> try not to to lose yourself sure. in your thoughts yeah yeah um, so other than that, uh, the first part of the seminar was quite wholesome. I'll continue next weekend and we'll see if there are any other results, man. <laughs> nice. It sounds okay, Are sounds there really any cool. other cool learnings from that? Because I wrote some down. Um, wait, give me one second. Yeah. Nope. That also is... Quite obvious, obvious. Um, the f uh, the a thing I have not thought about that way yet was um, concerning um, getting acknowledgement and acknowledgement of other people. Um, what you should ask yourself is: Do you do do I need 
the acknowledgement itself or do I want to work in a way that is just worthy of acknowledgement? Hmm. Interesting. Like the first, the first, um, the first way of, 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 of seeing acknowledgement, like something that I need directly from other people, I think that's a bad or mostly bad, uh, perspective on it because you obviously give your hands uh, give yourself into the hands of others and their judgments and uh we, we all know the ways how that can go south like peer pressure and all of the shit yeah um the yeah. second way that kind of resonated with me a lot though like working in a way that's worthy of acknowledgement but doesn't doesn't need acknowledgement right it sounds very like a very nice distinction in theory. Yeah. I think it's it's quite hard to actually you know implement that in the real life. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, yeah. You know you have to be very reflective about your actions and <laughs> exactly. realize That's... when you're just manipulating yourself into believing that you don't really care about the acknowledgement of or status of what you're doing, but actually you do care about it. And it's very hard to yeah, just find the balance and to figure out what your real motives are. And I would argue that most people actually do things out of status, acknowledgement, money, you know, all of that stuff. Mm. And I'm certainly guilty of that as well. And it is very difficult <laughs> to kind of confront yourself and just be like, okay, Sex, I do it money, because... <laughs> Defining <laughs> since life. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, but it's hard to kind of figure out what your real motives are and why why you're actually doing things and if they are done for the right reasons and what those right reasons are. All of that you have to figure out and for that you need to be very reflective, which sometimes can take a lot of time and mental capacities, which not everyone has, you know, time for... Um, mm. <laughs> time for wasting quote-unquote on being reflective all the time yeah and i think a big part of it is also just i mean if you just sit around every day and reflect on every single decision you make and every action you take then you're just going to be paralyzed and you're not going to do anything you know definitely but you can also so paralyze just, yourself by not thinking about uh acknowledgement and how other people might use you or abuse that little trigger button there of Oh, I can easily get him if I uh, I offer him a bit of acknowledgement here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Both both extremes is always almost aren't mm. the optimal solutions in that case. You have to figure out, okay, you need to like keep acting in the world and keep doing things, but at the same time, take some time then and there to reflect on it and be like, okay, is this the right path? Is this where I want to go? Is this for the right reasons? Or am I just playing the status game? which in the end is probably going to leave you miserable and depressed <laughs> at 40 years old. <laughs> I hear personal experience out of your <laughs> For sure. words there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Anything else you can share from the seminar? Mm. I mean, that was one of the, also the main learnings, like what motivates me and what are my motivational triggers, like to know that kind of, yeah. I mean, 
we learned about lots of models, self-determination theory and uh, what possible sources of motivation can be and then all of that. <laughs> we can go in that, but it's like quite theoretical. Um, but it was, I think it was a quite nice model to to kind of get a hold um, of many of the, of the patterns that might be going on in your life to make that yeah. more graspable and see how you can deal with that and how other people might might use your little motivational triggers like acknowledgement against you yeah. and other than that i think the seminar itself was also cool because we had <laughs> so many different people in there uh, ranging from the age of 20 which is me to the age of uh, 70 or so <laughs> <laughs> that's insane yeah yeah and it was really it was cool. funny especially like i asked myself man this this look um uh, trying to project yourself into the future to the towards the end of your life <laughs> it's quite <laughs> i think the the person who made the task was not like thinking about <laughs> i mean i don't want to imply anything there but sure sure, sure. might be might be also could also be quite harsh on like the older people, but I guess they are trying to learn something philosophical, so they yeah exactly. can deal a bit. About it. <laughs> it's quite ironic, but yeah, no, it was it was it was nice because it was about leadership, and obviously I did not have that much leadership experience or like that big of a leadership experience. So it was cool to hear from all the older people what they've been experiencing so far. Um, journalists leading a team of 180 people or so <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking about their daily life um, um, medical like a person who's working in medicine or stuff also leading her team there quite quite the nice uh, or intriguing life stories so far uh, <laughs> it yeah, was like great. it was wholesome on, on that level to <laughs> learn or to hear stories from other people and what they think about life and blah blah wholesome seminar yeah 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 I, I think i think what i also liked about it like to summarize up that whole stuff now is that the whole seminar was kind of a summary of my past one and a half years of uh, philosophy study because it summed up like lots of the main things of all of the courses i had so far right at least that are focusing on, on you and the human development and blah blah <laughs> so so wholesome experience i think that was if i i think it was the best seminar i had so far and it's not even over because it will continue next weekend <laughs> nice that sounds great i think it's great i think it's always great to hear from people who are much more experienced than you and have mm -hmm. done a lot of the things you may aspire to do as well that's always amazing yeah yeah I've also and man, they, that those people, they all, one anecdote on that note, those sure. people, they also made it in a seminar and they are amazing leaders. But what they talked also, like what sentence that also kind of resonated with me or that, that I remember right now is um, from a woman who was also like working in consulting, I think, and stuff. And she said like, <laughs> yeah, man, I think, I think the young generation nowadays, man, 
they are what what is wrong with them they are real workaholics they are like <laughs> they're like all crazy they what they're pulling off man when i was 21 i just finished my my a levels my 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 abitur in germany <laughs> right <laughs> and uh took everything easy going and then i studied and blah blah <laughs> And then I'm, yeah, I'm here I mean, and <laughs> I'm not even 21 and hearing that story and see, okay, I could also slow down <laughs> and still get to yeah, this point. It's, it's funny that you say that because I've, I've had a similar conversation with my uh, ex-CEO, so to speak. With your ex. From the la- no. With my ex, yeah. <laughs> from the last startup I worked at. And he was also basically said the same thing that many people these days and also many people who um, who wanted to get the internship at the startup were like really hyper ambitious, which can, you know, is a good trait mostly. Mm-hmm. But many of them were like very, you know, taking things away too fast. And as you said, just being workaholics, which also isn't isn't the best thing. And he also mm-hmm. told me that basically he throughout this whole bachelor's degree, he was just constantly drunk. Um, <laughs> he really didn't care much about grades, but he's incredibly successful, you know, mm-hmm. and continues to be incredibly successful, but he's like super chill. And I mean, obviously he works very hard and stuff and, you know, it's very focused and all of that, but he's like a super chill person. And if you, and that's not, I'm not saying that, what I'm gonna say next is gonna sound like I'm saying he 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 doesn't seem ambitious or whatever. But if you met him on the street and like just talk to him randomly, you probably wouldn't think that he is as accomplished mm-hmm. as he is in the sense that he's just very chill, very down to earth, very just very friendly. You know, he doesn't have this kind of this kind of you know being a this ceo at startup ceo vibe to him of. yeah this or this arrogant yeah. nature or whatever he's just very a very pleasant person to be around mm-hmm. and i think that's that's if you manage to kind of have that balance and to just take things more slowly and to just really internalize this idea that don't take life isn't yeah don't take life too seriously and also life isn't a race which I, I can say, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what the losers following. back there say. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the problem is I can Bye, say Yassin. that. And, See you. <laughs> bro, the thing is, I can give that advice. And I, I would say I'm pretty good at giving advice, but I rarely ever listen to that, <laughs> that advice yeah. myself. Mm. Um, I usually give advice that I love to follow myself, but I just don't really for some reason or i just have difficulty doing so i mean i'm, I'm trying obviously and it's it's getting better but uh, with a lot of things and also this quote-unquote work workaholism or just mm. being in certain aspects maybe too ambitious or too stressed out it's really hard for me to slow down and be like yeah. you know let's just do less um let's just you know take a bit of a break it, it's kind of hard to do that but maybe Maybe it's gonna get better. You'll get there, man. Slowly get there, man. I actually, actually, I have to say, in the past two few weeks and days, I'm quite proud of myself because I've managed to say no quite a lot of times. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. In what context? First of all, yeah, like in, in the context of not overworking myself and not 
taking on too many responsibilities and and even if other people need or want me to do stuff to just say no no i I want to take my time off now i want to actually sleep eight hours and i don't want to stay any longer at this event here and blah blah um yeah <laughs> nice. might be a bit egoistic there but uh think i think i need to continue like that like to stay physically and mentally healthy um just to, to make it more concrete um as an example the um that kind of scholarship program thing that i applied to which i actually then declined during the or after the second phase of the application and stuff because i thought hey okay i don't fit there uh, I, i'd only be forcing myself to go there uh, because it's cool on my cv i guess uh, because the people there or the interviewers and stuff they did not resonate with me at all um <laughs> And I don't want to sacrifice four weeks of each semester holidays for that. Um, second example, uh, it, it's actually the consultancy uh, thing I'm doing um, because we have lots of events in the evening or like things to do in the evening because most people can work there um, and have time there. Then I just, yeah, <laughs> no matter how. <laughs> okay it depends obviously on the event and how important it is but um i allow myself to actually also go home if we're not done yet but yeah. it's like 10 30 or so in the evening and i see okay if i stay any longer and i lose out on my my precious sleep before the next day then no fuck it it's it's a voluntary work that i'm doing anyway so um <laughs> right it's it's not my fault that people messed up and did not prepare their stuff well enough so that it takes that while, uh, long here. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it's it sounds really shitty, like from the way I explain it, probably. But I think if I if I don't continue on that line, um, it might ruin me in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's quite a hard thing to do, I think. I, I talked... Wh when I did my internship in my gap year at this other IT company, whatever, I talked to one guy who worked there. And I, I just talked to him about, like, general, you know, the the software world and how people work and, you know, how just this day-to-day -day looks like and all of that stuff. And he told me that one of the most important things, if I'm ever going to go into that direction professionally, let's say, and maybe go into a full-time offer or whatever, he said one of the most important things is in most companies you have a set time, like you're going to be there from nine to five usually. Mm. And in most companies, and especially IT companies, it's quote-unquote normal to just stay longer and to work overtime and all of that and to show how ambitious you are and how devoted you are to your career and bullshit like that and he was like i i did that mistake uh, <laughs> at some companies i worked at and you know i stayed sometimes until seven or eight even though i wasn't mm -hmm. wasn't paid for that time and i just stayed because <laughs> i wanted to prove myself yeah. and he said at some point i just said f i just said fuck it and i just left at five o'clock like <laughs> when it was five o'clock even if if i was in the middle of a meeting i didn't stay one minute longer than i needed to <laughs> and 
<laughs> and he said that in the beginning people are gonna think you're you're an asshole or whatever yeah but at, at least a few weeks into that let's say experiment he noticed that people actually respected him and his time way more and yeah. actually he he only benefited from from that change mm. you know and he ne he said i'm never staying longer than five o'clock i don't care what meeting it is i don't care how important it is i, I just i just leave <laughs> just fuck I just all get of up you guys the company can be burning down and yeah, i will exactly. leave that house now <laughs> exactly exactly and i thought that was yeah. that was quite great i mean sure in the beginning of a new job or whatever I, i'm not that sure yeah, if you can do that you should show a bit of motivation and devotion and show exactly. that you're actually valuable and your skills are valuable and all of that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but over time you can <laughs> you can adopt that <laughs> fuck it yeah. mentality and just fuck it. The problems yeah. will also wait for until tomorrow or <laughs> yeah, exactly. until after the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I see what that it might be necessary to stay sometimes longer, but that's quite a wholesome story, man. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that was fun, and the way he 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 told me that story and how some some colleagues of of his reacted, and yeah. he told me actually that was interesting that a lot of his colleagues told him again how how much they respected that move yeah. and the change and how they wished they had the courage to do the same, which is quite interesting. It's because it seems like in most companies or many companies, it that, that's the kind of yeah again that's kind of normal to that to just stay longer if the company requires mm. you to do so or, or, if, or if you still have tasks on your to-do list and stuff like that which really is just dumb i mean unless you're like in the c-suite or whatever or a top manager and have a ton of responsibility sure you know you have to take care of you, the people yeah. you're managing and all of that but if you're quote-unquote just an employee and have you set work hours and just come to work do your stuff and leave when you can leave and don't <laughs> stay until 8 p.m unpaid Man. you know and just be a slave to, to a company so that, that was quite interesting and now I actually story. i'm taking it actually, as an as an example as an, yeah, he's my i don't know <laughs> but it was it's really interesting because he quit that company i think mm. one and a half years ago whatever yeah. um because of some reasons i'm not quite sure of and what he did was because he had so much, I think he had like 20 years experience in the field and mm. was like really, really good at what he did. Mm. He now works as a self-employed freelancer of some sort and still works, I mean, sure with other companies, but also with the company he worked for before that. Yeah. And now he can charge them like 10 times <laughs> the, the salary and the price that he would, yeah, he would have gotten if he just stayed at the company as an employee. And he told me I'm basically doing even less and I'm doing all, <laughs> even the same thing and I'm getting paid what 10x legend. the stuff. What He's a really a legend and he has like a really chill life because yeah. he doesn't work. I don't think he even works like eight hours per day. He just, you know, has his projects he works on. And because yeah. he has so much experience, most of the stuff is like really easy to him. And he just charges 10x the price. <laughs> That's his life. I think, I think, man, that guy there, pretty chilled. And I think he teaches us a really valuable lesson, lesson to value ourselves, our time, and, and the work we do more. Yeah. For sure. And I think, and I talked about that book on the podcast, uh, So Good They Can Ignore You. Yeah. You know, what he basically did was acquiring so much career capital that he can now charge you know yep. ridiculous prices on his services because he's just that good you know yeah but i think also in the way on on, on acquiring the 
career capital thing you should not overdo yourself <laughs> sure like of course and let the same way because you want to enjoy your life along those 10 years of where you acquire the capital and yeah. not devote yourself to it too much like losing out on life experiences yeah but but cool man i think i'll continue on that note then i mean obviously you need to do some expectation management and handle stuff you you should probably not like get up storm out of the meeting and then <laughs> ignore everyone who's there yeah but exactly. like really communicate man i'm only paid to work here until 5 a.m uh, no 5 p.m <laughs> i will not stay any second longer no exactly yeah. It's going to be interesting Ooh. how I'm going to manage that now that I'm I'm going to work at the startup. I mean officially from next Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting how I'm going to manage that and how how devoted I'm going to be to that mm-hmm. startup and working hours because they do kind of want me to work 40 hours per week. Mm-hmm. But I told them, you know, I also have university and studies. I have to kind of be a l- bit more flexible with the working hours and things. And yeah, we're going to figure Man, that actually, out. But it's going to be quite hard in the beginning. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on your output. If you say you you manage more output in like, for, or you manage the same output in 30 hours that other people would manage in 40. Then. Well, I, I certainly hope so. I, I mean, yeah. the, uh, the founder I talked to also said the same thing. Maybe you're just a child prodigy who can produce in 20 hours, but it takes others to produce in 40 hours. But I really don't think so. Yeah, we're going to see. Yeah. It's going to be get there, an interesting thing. Yeah. And the other, to get back on that note. So the first thing yeah. I'm proud of is saying no. And the other thing... Um, I'm proud of is saying yes, yes to the things that I'm more passionate about at the moment, because I'm investing way more time into my physics studies at the moment, for example, than the past few semesters, and I'm really enjoying it right now, and I really want to learn every inch of it, um, and I think I'm on the right way at the moment, at least I hope so. <laughs> That's great, man. That yeah. sounds great. So for this semester, your focus is shifted more on physics. Yes. yes That's nice. Mean. Ah, yeah, man. Cool. Let's see where where stuff goes. I hope I can continue like that. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting yeah. semester for both of us, probably. <laughs> a lot of changes. I I love your facial expression of. Ah, oh shit! I really <laughs> don't want to think about it now, though. <laughs> Dude, it's, oh man, I don't. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> I think, dude, I I already know. I think usually the first like two weeks of a new internship or whatever is mm. are always the hardest. I think yeah. those are gonna be like the most difficult things until you kind of figure out the whole workflow and you know mm. figure out how they communicate and all that stuff. I think after that it's gonna be more chill I okay hope, man at least. see you in three weeks <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about that i'm gonna get it i, might, I might hang out and work a bit at the mcdonald's near your uh, home <laughs> or so i might see you there in the evenings or so yeah, for, for a bit of food dude, for, some physical dude, for sure <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh, all right man awesome short okay. sweet episode or to summarize the episode in one hour. word i think wholesome wholesome yeah (laughs) just straight on wholesomeness (laughs) 
Uh, All right, dude. Awesome. It was quite a nice, nice episode full of anecdotes and life lessons and philosophy and all of that. And I hope the people out there enjoyed it just as much as we did. And if so, feel free to leave a feedback, like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. And hope to see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.